friends. Happy Monday. I hope everyone enjoyed their Easter Sunday and that your week is off to an awesome start. Welcome to episode two of Hashtags and Hangups. Episode two. Guys, I legit have a podcast, like a real life streaming on Spotify podcast. I'm hype. I'm hyped that I finally made this happen. And real talk, that alone, my commitment to making this project come to fruition was enough for me to be pretty damn proud of myself. But look, you guys decided to take this journey with me and have simply exceeded all of my expectations. In fact, 37 of you listened to episode one. I have over 50 followers on Instagram and Facebook. And you guys are actually interacting with and commenting on my post. Aw, in the words of the great Sally Field, you like me. You really like me. In all sincerity, thank you all so much. So let's recap. What happened after I dropped episode one? Well, first and foremost, I felt vindicated that for wanting that $250 deposit back because the overwhelming majority of you were team A all day and agreed that Cupcake Lady should have run that back. I did, however, receive a different perspective from my high school classmate and owner of Birthday Party Boutique Tutu Maniac, Miss DeAndrea Bird. Now, in addition to owning Tutu Maniac, Deanne also has several other businesses in the metro Atlanta area. And she reminded me that oftentimes venue owners will use deposits to cover supplies and custom items, stuff like that. And that most of the time they aren't paid themselves until after the event is over. Hence why most times deposits are non-refundable. Now guys, under normal circumstances, I would totally understand and support this idea. But I'm going to tell you, if you are a small business owner, during these times, you probably want to lead with compassion. I do wish that Cupcake Lady much success though. Let's see what else happened. Oh, I am excited to share that I was introduced to some um, new bakers to follow on Instagram last week, including Say It With A Cupcake based out of Hampton, Georgia, and Kima Weldon at Purposely Made Sweets in Columbia, South Carolina. Definitely check those ladies out. And for the record, no, I still haven't baked anything here in Torrance, California, but I promise when I do, you guys will be the very first to know. Okay, friends, are we ready for this week's hashtag? I tossed around a few different ideas, but after catching up with family and working through a couple of projects for work, I kept coming back to just how thankful I am. So it only made sense to start following the hashtag grateful. It was exactly what I needed to stop myself from catching the next flight to Atlanta. Because I'm going to tell y'all, your girl is homesick. In the meantime, I encourage you all to take a scroll down the hashtag Grateful Lane with me and select a picture that strikes your your fancy and then read the caption. Because when you do, you're almost guaranteed to read about someone overcoming some type of obstacle or maybe they're celebrating a milestone in life or they could simply just be expressing how blessed they are. It's a pretty dope read. So what am I thankful for these days? Honestly, the longer we stay in quarantine, the longer that list becomes. And right now at the very top is my health and the relatively good health of my family and close friends. Like most of you, 
I'm low-key terrified that the next text message or phone call I receive is going to be some bad news about my parents having contracted COVID. And as some of you know, both my mom and dad have battled some pretty serious health issues over the last few years. So the idea of either of them getting sick with this virus is pretty unimaginable. Legit, I hold my breath every time my phone rings and my siblings' names pop up. And definitely before opening and reading any messages in our family group chat. But nonetheless, I'm grateful everyone is doing well. Aunts, uncles, and cousins included. We're okay right now, but I understand and know how fleeting that assurance can be. Um, In fact, I recently had a close friend call and tell me that her husband was diagnosed with COVID about a week or two ago. But after, after um, I'm sorry, spending a few days in the hospital, I am so happy to report he's now recovering at home. So praise God. Um, y'all, I, I'm also grateful to still be gainfully employed. Let's be honest, the travel and events industry has been hit hard by this pandemic. So the fact that I'm still working is a blessing I do not take for granted. And on a lighter note, I'm grateful my mom taught me how to cook. <laughs> Your girl has been spending a lot of time in the kitchen over this last month. So shout out to my mama for paving the way. She's the real MVP. What else? Ooh, I am grateful for the discovery of dope shows like Ozark. Finally caught up and finished season three this weekend. Now, I'm going to go ahead and share my rundown, but I promise not to do any spoilers. Number one, you should know, I hate Wendy. Number two, love Ruth. Number three, Darlene is certifiably insane. Number four, damn, Helen. Number five, poor Jonah. Number six. I hate Wendy. Number seven, dear FBI Special Agent Maya, I'm giving you the side eye. Number eight, damn, Ben. Number nine, Team Marty all day. And number 10, what's up with season four? Speaking of season four, Insecure is finally back. Gosh, it took them long enough. So what did you guys think about episode one? I'll be honest, Molly is definitely trending in all of my group chats. Her name is being tossed around with words like shady and hater. And my personal favorite, childish as hell. I'm also having some interesting conversations around what closure looks like following a breakup and loyalty as it relates to friendship and exes. Would love to hear your thoughts regarding the premiere, though. So hit me up on Instagram or Facebook and let's continue um, this conversation in the comments. So now whether you're on social media or not, I'm pretty sure you've come across the meme that says, if you don't come out of the quarantine with a new skill, your side hustle started or more knowledge, you never lacked time. You lacked discipline. And if you haven't seen that one, maybe you've seen a version that crosses out the lack of discipline line and then replaces it with a variation of like, you're doing just fine, so don't beat yourself up. (laughs) Y'all, I've seen some pretty strong opinions about that meme. On one hand, 
I understand why some people would take offense or be annoyed at the idea of, quote, turning a pandemic into something fun or productive. Listen, I get it. There are working moms and dads out there who are somehow managing to work full-time jobs from home, or maybe you're still commuting, you're teaching kids, you're cooking 500 meals a day, hopping on Zoom calls, checking on extended family and friends, and entertaining these kids every single day. Y'all don't have time to sleep, let alone try to take up a a side hustle. So I get it. But what if I told you that meme wasn't really meant for you? Now, granted, I don't know who created the meme, so I definitely can't say for sure who the intended audience is. But I'd like to think that they weren't talking to you, but that they were probably talking to me and people like me who have all the conversations and create all the vision boards and write down all the goals, but who never actually take the steps toward making those things happen. Maybe it's because we're working 60 plus hours a week at the day job, or we're somehow trying to strike this balance between work and life so our weekends are filled with like brunches and happy hours with our friends. Either way, as much as we say we want these things, We've somehow convinced ourselves that under normal circumstances, we just don't have time. We're just too busy with life, right? Which brings me to my current hangup, the always on hustle mentality. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's that thought that every, that if every waking moment of my day isn't dedicated to getting me closer to fulfilling my dreams, then I simply just don't want it badly enough. Y'all, when did we get here as a society? When and who, for that matter, decided that being an employee somehow makes you complacent and unwilling to maximize your potential? Here's the deal, folks. Not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone's road to success will be the same. And you know what? That's okay. We have got to start letting people live their best lives and stop trying to edit the chapters of someone else's life story. I definitely want to hear your thoughts, though. So let's continue this conversation. Hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at hashtags and hangups and let me know how you're feeling. Thanks so much for listening, friends, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Peace.